Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, how you folks doing? Welcome here. Welcome to another edition of the Unnamed Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast with no name. I'm your host, Conman167, and I'm joined today by Mr. Botch Guy and C Wrestling. How you two doing? Doing good. Very good. <laughs> All right. Very lively group up in here. Doing good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good day, right? You know, it's a Wednesday. We got ourselves the podcast. We have AEW later today, and we're just coming off of NXT 2.0, which I thought was a fairly fun show. I'm going to get your guys' takes on that in just a little bit as well. We're also going to talk about how Big E is the new WWE champion. He cashed in his Money in the Bank contract this past Monday on Monday Night Raw. Oh man, it's been an exciting week. So let's start things off here, C Wrestling. I want to take it over to you, okay, buddy? Because you were in the live chat last night here and there for the NXT 2.0 live stream. And I want to get your thoughts on the actual presentation of the show. So let's start with first thoughts. When you first saw it, what did you think? I love it. I, I genuinely love it. I think the studio aspect of wrestling is something we don't see too much now. NWA do it really well, and NXT kind of took it to a new level. I love the fact that the crowd are kind of sat in a circle, kind of adds sort of a close feel to it. The reactions from the fans was great. I think the presentation of the superstars was really good. I love the entrance way. Everything about it looked good. I agree with that. And also, like you mentioned, the camera angle, like it's just slightly on an angle, a little more than like, I guess you could say a regular feeling show. Botch Guy, what were your first thoughts on the entire presentation of NXT 2.0? I, I loved it. Um, I loved it so much to the point that like one day, I think I might rebrand in a similar style um, on maybe one of my channels because it's just, it's so vibrant. It's so engaging. Um, I, I thought it was a really well done. Uh, I'll say this, like the, when they were in the ring, the way they set up the camera and how they set up the, the shots, it kind of, it's kind of weird. It's like watching Oprah or something like it, it, there was like a little in between gap and it was kind of like you're watching a talk show, but like in, they're wrestling in the rings. It's, it's really odd. I really enjoyed it. Um, a lot of cool stuff backstage, I like the fact that there was, it seems to be like there are different locations for everybody's gimmicks backstage. I've been asking for that for ages in the WWE. It looks like they did that with NXT. Overall, I, I think it's vibrant. I think it looked great. I, I really liked the presentation. It was good. It was clean. It's probably the best way to put it. Just super duper clean looking, easy on the eyes. And I know a lot of people were nervous about the the multicolors that NXT had. It they weren't sure if it was the way to go, but after seeing the initial presentation last night, it's tough to argue with it. It, it really is. Uh, C Wrestling. So we started off the show seeing some new characters get involved, and the first one is Braun Breaker, who happens to be the son of Rick Steiner. Little bit of confusion as to why they didn't keep the Steiner name, but your takes on Braun Breaker. I liked him. He looked really cool. I, I, I love the fact that he was almost dressed in the NXT colors. That was cool because you kind of invested him in immediately because you go, okay, he's the guy they're pushing because he's literally the literally the color of the brand. Yeah. Um, that was cool. Um, I am surprised they didn't use a Steiner name, but then is it a trademark that Scott owns maybe? Potentially it could be. I never thought about that. I don't think so, but that's a good point to bring up. Botch guy, do you have any ideas if the Steiner name is owned by someone else? 
No, I I don't think that's the case. I I think they want to have his own little you know controlled name just because they're obviously high enough that they're going to be pushing this guy to the moon. He's going to be going off against Chopper, right? So mm-hmm. uh, I I think they want to. They might see something more than a lot of people see. And from what I saw, it was very good, man. Athletic, big, good looking guy. I, I was I was actually laughing about it the other day. Like, he kind of looks like a really happy version of Karrion Cross, and then <laughs> and then I was also thinking like he kind of looks like a hybrid of like Mojo Rally, but like more like interesting, <laughs> like mm-hmm. in every single way, because it's just the way he was smiling. No, I uh, I quite enjoyed the I quite enjoyed the opening segment. Uh, I was a little perplexed with the 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 win, but then after obviously. What happened by the end of the night it kind of made a little bit more sense i i will say this though um la knight that guy like if you put that like I, I, everybody says you know, cameron grimes all this stuff put him on the main roster i'm telling you la knight is a better version of the miz in like every single fashionable wow. way okay um he's entertaining he has a good look he can wrestle very good on the microphone literally everything he he touches is gold he's so good i i don't think enough people are talking about the guy in my opinion that's my two cents well that's a fair point um he he certainly is a impressive looking specimen uh is is braun breaker and la knight is a solid solid character there's no doubt about that see wrestling i just want to transition over to you there what's your takes when it comes to la knight i know it's uh it's not really what we were talking about with braun but i want your takes on him I, I like LA Knight. I liked him more in TNA. I think Impact need not Impact, what am I talking about? I think NXT kind of needs to kind of hone his promos a little bit more and actually use them a lot more because he's great on the mic. In Impact, they let him go all out. He had a whole button. He was doing the whole dummy yeah thing. Yeah, so former Eli he, he's Drake. got it. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Um, I, I think that he potentially could be like a Stone Cold kind of promo character. They've just got to use him for that. Wow, some bold statements here from Mr. Bodge Guy and C Wrestling, both very high on LA Knight, and that's just a fact of life. But when it comes to Braun Breaker, guys, I, I think this guy really does have lots of potential. And I saw throughout the, the episode of NXT, people were asking lots of questions as to why Braun Breaker wouldn't have been in the main event after he beat LA Knight in the opening match of NXT 2.0. And the random dude of whatever his face is, Vaughn something. Vaughn Wagner. Vaughn Wagner takes over in the main event. So let's jump from the first match to the last one. Another big debuting superstar is the aforementioned Vaughn Wagner. So Botch Guy, what were your thoughts when it came to Vaughn being put in this match, replacing Kyle O'Reilly? I thought it was the guy from uh, the Tough Enough uh, with the alligator uh, gimmick. <laughs> uh, just he lost a lot of Z-Z! weight. He got more ripped. Um, honestly, I didn't like his look. I thought he wrestled really pretty well. He he was nervous. You could tell he was nervous, but he missed a lot of spots. But that's fine. That was his first first big thing, main event. Uh, I just didn't. I just he. I, I, I was certain he was going to win just based on how they threw him in there. But, uh, you know, I'll say this. Uh, in my opinion, I, I have no doubt in my mind that WWE on purpose gave him the most generic entrance theme music in the history of WWE. Uh, I am I am so certain on that fact. I think they literally picked the most generic song possible. And I would even go to say to maybe he's he's kind of like a creative character in like WWE <laughs> 2K20. And then he just like threw him in there. It's like you, it's like Von Wagner, the 
the destroyer going into like the main event scene right it's i don't know i i thought he wrestled well nervous but as a character as a gimmick i saw nothing nothing like literally i'd prefer to see zz from the alligator guy to be honest (laughs) I mean, hell, I think I'd, all of us would love to see ZZ again. That guy was mad entertaining. He just couldn't friggin' wrestle. Uh, it was it was really fun, though, seeing at least WWE trying to get some new characters on this TV. It did feel like it was a fresh show overall when we were watching NXT 2.0, whether that was a good thing or a bad thing. So let's transition more towards the middle of the card when we're talking about new characters getting actually given a character of sort let's talk about Carmelo Hayes because he was introduced alongside of Trick Williams embracing more of a heelish type character now this was a bit of a shock to me seeing them go in this direction with Carmelo Hayes but I want your take so we've started with C wrestling the last couple times so let's take it to botch guy to start it off with Carmelo okay well to talk about Carmelo we obviously talk about Trick Williams first of all Trick Williams, his name is awesome. Like that's one of the coolest names. It just sounds so good. It's a definitely a main event type name. Uh, the guy, <laughs> the guy was cutting promos, and uh, me and C, I I think we were on Discord together, but we. <laughs> Like I didn't understand what he was saying like 90% of the time. And it's like it's not that like I it's like I didn't understand. Like maybe I'm not like I'm not very urban. Like I don't know the urban speak very well. Like I don't know the you know, like kind of how like the you know the urban style speaking, like when you thing and 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 for me I didn't really understand like it's kind of like old English type style talking and I I I what when it was happening I, I think I'm pretty sure he forgot his lines because yes. he kept on repeating it over and over. But at the end of the day like one thing for sure like he was very confident the way he looked the the style I thought his mic skills were good. It's just he needs polish right yeah. like I think he needs polish uh maybe connecting more a little bit more um with like kind of the audience the way he he speaks and uh as for carmelo like he's like the opposite like he he was so good like he's so good on the microphone carmelo he looks very confident very cocky arrogant but not to the point where i thought he was a heel so when they did i guess kind of turn him into a heel Mm -hmm. i wasn't buying it uh too too well to be honest i would have preferred to him be a very cocky face i think that's something we don't see too often kind of like a randy orton like like, i think it would be kind of cool to see so i don't know um i i think both of them like i haven't seen like he did do one move trick williams he did like a (laughs) like a 360 spin kick but without and he didn't really land it, then, did he? <laughs> right. So, like, I don't know what that was. And then Carmelo did a cool move off the rope. So, like, I don't know. I, I, I was pretty. I, I think both guys have potential. But I, I've, I've actually really like Carmelo. Uh, Carmelo, man. I, I think, uh, I think he has some serious potential, man. Both these guys looked good, but I think Carmelo has some serious potential. But I wouldn't turn him heel. Well, we will see if uh, if this is in fact a heel turn or not. He certainly was exuding the arrogance and Trick Williams feeling like he was the catalyst to turning him heel. Uh, Maybe it's not a full heel turn yet. Uh, Maybe there's more still to come in the future. Maybe this is a rivalry between Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams and not actually a partnership. But I'm going to lean towards he is on the heel side of things. See, wrestling, what is your thoughts when it comes to Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams? I actually would turn him heel. I think, as Botchka said, the cockiness and the arrogance, the whole I believe I'm the future, the chosen one stuff, 
yeah, let him run with it. Let him be the future. And mm. you've always got a way then to kind of make Trick maybe a face in the future because they turn on each other. You, you've got a way to get out of it and, you know, give it a shot. Give it a shot. There's not many big hills in NXT anymore, really. So let him be one. And, like, uh, again, when it comes to Trick Williams, it's totally him being the catalyst behind Carmelo Hayes turning because he has been a good guy up till this point. So I, I like that they just added that extra little layer. think it could have been more effective if it was a more established name that was turning heel, but, like, I don't know, outside of maybe, like, Toothless Timmy, who else could you really do it <laughs> to turn him heel, right? So a new character uh, thrown into the mix is not uh, the worst I'll in say, the world. I'll say this, like... The crowd was dead silent. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like they were so like I don't know if they were silent because they didn't like it. I don't know if they were silent because of like they didn't understand what was kind of going on. Like I was confused. Like I was I was legitimately confused. Like I didn't understand what was going on. Maybe it's because I was distracted talking to C, but like I was I was legitimately confused during that whole entire promo. Even at, even at the very end when he's like attacking them, he's like, okay, I kind of get what they're doing now, but I'm like. But it's not, is it a heel turn or not? Like, I don't mm -hmm. know. Again, I'm still confused. I don't I don't think the writing, I don't know if it, if it was execution or if it was writing. I just felt like something was off on that promo. And I think the crowd agreed because of, they did like, seriously, it was, it was, it was like a Morgan there. It was so it's, quiet. It's tough to get invested in a character that says, I've got the gift of Gab and proceeds to butcher the majority of his lines. <laughs> it, it's it's a little difficult to get into that character. But again, this is not me knocking on him. I think Trick Williams will be giving another opportunity in that ring and on the microphone. But if he can't hang the next time and if he continues to run over his lines really quickly or whatever, um, he's probably not going to be given the stick too much more in the future. So he was probably just nervous. Eh? Yeah, like, probably. He probably was just nervous. You know, nerves get to the best of us. So I, I'm assuming that's what it was. Because when he he had his last sentence, I don't remember what it was. Like everybody was expecting someone to talk after that. <laughs> they yeah. just did a they did a handshake and they're like, oh, that's that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was so, it was so awkward. It really was. It was uh it was not the most fluid segment, but I think it at least established Carmelo Hayes as a player on NXT 2.0, which is oh, yeah. the big deal. Yeah. See wrestling Where was anything. Odyssey? Well, he was in the wedding later. We will definitely get I to know, that. But like, yeah. God, he should have kicked the. Sh I guess they, they, he should have been on it. His energy alone, and there was more eyes watching NXT 2.0. Mm -hmm. I just feel Odyssey Jones was that was a missed opportunity to get him on that show. Like, plus uh, his, as a his gimmick, man, with the colors and everything, it works perfectly. Like it would, yeah. he could be the face of NXT 2.0. Yeah, I agree. See wrestling. I know you're high on uh, Odyssey Jones as well. You want anything to add to him right here while we're talking about him? Yeah, I think he should have definitely been on the show. I think I think they gave him a good spot on the wedding where they kind of had him stood up, sort of pushing that man back down and stuff, and the fans reacted brilliantly to him. But yeah. it didn't really highlight him. So uh, I think they should have given him a match. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Let's transition here to a... Not really a new character, but a new look for a character. So we saw a match between Casey Cantanzaro and Caden Carter go up against Gigi Dolan and JC uh, Jane. I am high on Gigi Dolan. I think she's going to be pretty big for WWE NXT. But this match ended in a DQ when Mandy Rose unveiled to the world that she is now a brunette. So blonde Mandy is no more. 
And now we have brunette Mandy Rose. Uh, let's start with C Wrestling. Your thoughts? I, I was expecting Botch Guy to upload a video um, as the old Otis crying at the fact that blonde Mandy was no more. <laughs> I was waiting for it all night and he just never did it. <laughs> Bocci, why didn't you do it? Br- brunette brunette Mandy is very, very pretty. I, I, you know what? <laughs> Ma- Mandy Rose is a naturally just a very pretty girl. Um, and she's apparently a very, very good girl behind the scenes, like very like respectful kind. And uh, I'll say this, man, like as a brunette, like she's very, very attractive. I, I like, I, I would I, like see brunettes, brunettes are like one of those things. Cause you, it's, you can't really categorize a brunette. Like, like, have you ever seen like people talk about like, oh, blondes are like the dumb ones. And I think it's all that stupid crap right brunettes like they have fire man and like my, my wife always talks about i'm a redhead don't piss me off right she always says that and uh you know when i when i saw mandy rose as a brunette i'm like damn man like she looks so different it feels like she has a whole new like vibe to her and all she did was basically change her hair and she you know, put, you know looked a little more aggressive so i thought i thought she looked great man i thought i thought everything about her i, I liked the aggression from her i thought the promo or the way he, like she just looked was great. Everything. Yeah, it was good stuff. At the top of Botch Guy's simplest, we know who it is now, don't we? Mrs. <laughs> Mandy Rose. <laughs> no, my my if if we're talking about a simplest for me, it's Dakota Kai is up there. It's it's like when it comes to uh the NXT stars, uh, Dakota Kai, man, she's she is very, very she's a very attractive young lady. Play that. There we go. We got Botch Guy. Two people on the. What's your What's rim. your set? What's your? Simplest? Oh my god! And we got like Sasha. We got Carmella. No one. Brand- Give me one. If you had to choose one simp from NXT, one girl from, from NXT. NXT? Oh, you too, see. You got just one simp. Just one simp. What <laughs> one from oh, NXT. God, um, um, let's go, uh, Mei Ying. Mei <laughs> Ying. <laughs> Which one's Mei Ying? <laughs> <laughs> Leader of uh, what's it called? Tian Sha, the girl with the freaky deaky paint. Yeah, let's do it. I'm a little freak in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to go with Casey. I think Casey, Casey Catanzaro. <laughs> you know, Casey yeah. Catanzaro is cool too, man. She has a that like, she has a AJ, AJ Lee kind of vibe to her as well. Um, I think she's cool too. Yeah, but the Dakota Kai, man, she's a gamer too. So cool. Well, there we just go. Just to point out in the chat, Ross Blocks has just named. A con man's simplest for the main roster. Oh. Uh, Liv Morgan's bathwater. Okay, okay. We got to talk about this. We got to talk <laughs> did, about this. Did this bathwater stuff. Bathwater? No. See, wrestling made a video, and somehow it's a running joke now that I drink Liv Morgan's bathwater. Let's set the record straight here, folks. He does. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. Video. You should see him preparing for the podcast each week. It's just sipping on the bathwater. That's how do you yeah, think no. he has so much energy? <laughs> It's it's the minerals from the the simp water. <laughs> How is this a thing? <laughs> I've been getting comments for like the last three weeks about stupid bath water, or however long it has been since you posted that video. Goodness sakes! Uh, but yeah, Mandy Rose is a brunette now, and on top of Botch Guy's simplest, so that's good. We also saw Drake Maverick second. return. A second, sorry, second. <laughs> <laughs> we saw Drake Maverick return to NXT to get destroyed by Ridge Holland. Uh, b- interesting to see him on NXT because he's involved in the 24-7 title picture. Just really quick on Drake Maverick. Any thoughts on him, guys? That confused me because surely Drake was called up. I don't know. Is he back in NXT already? I don't know. 
I'm very confused. Yeah, it was really weird. Botch guy? Uh, he's a wrestler for the WWE. <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, and there was another interesting couple of debuts as well. So we saw a video package from Tony D'Angelo. Now, this is interesting. Botch guy, I'm sure you know of the Tony D'Angelo in the hockey world who has been a controversial figure to say the least. Interesting that WWE would use this name. But Tony D'Angelo is looking like he's going to be an Italian, slightly like involved in the mob gimmick. Um, <laughs> thoughts? It's a, it's when I saw it, I'm like, oh, it's a mafia gimmick. When was the last time we had a mafia gimmick in the... Uh... In the WWE, and I had to go back, and there was oh god, I forgot what it was, but there was a mafia gimmick back in the day in the WWE. If anybody can help me in chat, I actually, I actually had it the other day. I, hmm. I forgot what it is now, but anyways, it, it looks like it's a mafia gimmick. I thought I was thinking Tony Soprano and stuff. Like, okay, so I need to ask right away: is that his actual accent, or is this a full-blown? <laughs> gimmick like is he because some people like i actually got a bunch of comments this is racist <laughs> like yes. i actually got like a ton of comments this is this is racism you know like you can't be doing that type of stuff while the wwe literally had a, a pretended a guy was handicapped but like i'm just i'm just saying like i don't know is that his actual voice or is, is this like a full-blown gimmick i'm gonna guess it's a gimmick i it didn't sound supernatural the voice if i'm being a hundred percent honest and yeah. also a I saw the exact same comments you got. I don't know. I'm not able to really make a comment based on that because I'm not Italian and I personally would not be taking offense to that. But again, people obviously take things in different ways and it might very well be insensitive. It might very well yeah. be a, a gimmick that rubs people the wrong way. Uh, so who am I to say if it's right or wrong for a gimmick, but it is on TV right now. And uh, that's all that I can really say about that. See wrestling. Your thoughts. Let me, let me say oh, one sorry, more back thing. to you, Botch. Let me say one more thing. Like, I, I don't, like, when I was, when I originally, when I saw it, I wasn't thinking at all racism. I was thinking, like, I was thinking, like, stereotypes. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I was thinking. Oh, you know, he's wearing the hat, right? And the hat's like the mafia type hat, right? And he's talking in the accent. I was, I was thinking like it was just a stereo, like they were playing off a stereotype more than like full-blown racism. Like, of course, it was definitely insensitive, but it's yeah. probably going to be a heel, right? So like it, I've seen like way worse in the WWE, NXT, and AEW than this. But if people are offended, they have every right to be. And his name is Tony D'Angelo. Uh, that's not going to last on to the main roster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's going to get changed probably within a week or two, maybe a month. Uh, let's just say it's a controversial name. Uh, that's all. But anyways, yeah, go ahead, see. You're up. Um, I, I agree. I don't think it was racist at all. I, I kind of liken it to actors. Actors portray different roles and different nationalities all the time. So... I, I think the stereotypical stuff, yeah, definitely. Um, were you saying about renaming him? No, I'm sorry, they're going to rename him Fat Tony, aren't they? Oh my god, they 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 really are. You know they are. Oh. Tony Sop. This this should name him Tony Sop. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, your brains are running wild with this one. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I, it's totally one of those things that I, I also will go back to saying that I agree. It's not a racist gimmick because it's not a race. It's totally all about, is it over, 
I guess basically the best way to put it, is it insensitive towards Italians? And just straight up, uh. some people will say yes, some people will say no. Uh, I want to link in it too if I, there was all of a sudden this gimmick of a Canadian who was camping out in an igloo and riding his pet polar bear to work every single day. Would I take personal offense to it? No, but I'm sure there would be some Canadians that would <laughs> as well. Fun to do. <laughs> right? I, I want to see the Mountie return hey, uh, on a polar can bear. I ask you a question, <laughs> see, are both you guys? Yeah. Uh, so how many weeks until he holds a Tommy gun in his hand? I'm just <laughs> curious. Oh, that's going to be his tag team partner, isn't it? Tommy oh gun. God. Tommy gun. Oh, my God. That would be brilliant. This has to happen now. Yeah, if, if they don't do that, actually, I'd be very disappointed. I'm just trying to think of, like, famous <laughs> mafia names. Famous mafia names. And just, just see what kind of names they could go with. Oh, but, like, man. They should do like parodies. Like Tommy Gunn is so good. Like you gotta have Tommy Gunn in there. That's great. That's like one of the best names I've ever heard. And like, just it needs to happen now. <laughs> Bugsy. You got Frank Costello. <laughs> Holy oh, cow! Man. I yes, I just want all of this now. Can can we be writers for <laughs> WWE? Like, come on, let's book it. Uh, man, great names though, guys. Great names. Let's continue on though, talking a little bit more about NXT 2.0. We're gonna jump all the way ahead to the Diamond Mind, who had a brand new superstar uh, in their, I guess, group. What was her name again? Ivy something. Uh, any anybody remember that one? Ivy. Poison Ivy. Uh, Ivy Nile, there we go in the live chat. Thanks, Cubs fan. Uh, Ivy Nile, who was jacked. She looked great being a part of the Diamond Mind. Uh, thoughts on her C wrestling? She kind of reminded me of Layla Hirsch from AEW. Mm -hmm. Everyone was saying Rhea Ripley, and I was looking at her thinking Layla. Like, the fact she was very small, and she looks like she can go. She looks like she can just bite your head off in a moment. So, yeah, I'm interested to see what she can do. I think she's a little Spitfire, which is actually her nickname, I believe. Spitfire or Pitbull on Twitter. One of the two. I might be wrong. Uh, but Botch Guy, uh, your thoughts on her? She Okay, so I have a few things to say about her. Let's get to the things that don't really matter as much. Um, like, I think her look is awesome. Like really awesome the chains around it you know she kind of remind me i know this is gonna sound really weird guys don't take it out of concept or out of context but she kind of looked like a female brock lesnar like like when i saw her i'm like she's ripped she's big she has that the shortcut but like the, the, the you know it's kind of like a bony tail on the back like she just looked like she could like absolutely destroy me, like like beat the living bloody hell out of me. She could. So I I love <laughs> I love that aspect of it. Um, I, I haven't heard her talk yet. I think she's she's extremely attractive lady too, which is always you know it doesn't hurt, right? Um, I I, I think she looked really and she had a good presentation. I I I quite looked like I, I when I saw her, like I didn't think she, I think she stood out more than probably everybody except for one guy on the diamond mine and that's saying something because they've already established a lot of these characters so no i uh i think she's uh she's really cool yeah 
she is an excellent addition to the diamond mine as like a presentation look because the, with the Creed brothers back there, they got the size. With Roderick Strong, they had the established face. They've got this trainer guy. They got Malcolm Bivens on the microphone. But it kind of lacked the star power or the star look. And I think more than anything, she adds that star look to the diamond mine. Would you agree with that, C-Wrestling? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And I think it also allows them to do more because you can't book the diamond mine every single week on NXT. But if you have them across every division, then you can. If Roderick Strong's going for the Cruiserweight title or the Creed brothers are going for the tag titles or Ivy's going for the women's title, there's a reason to keep Diamond Mine on TV. So I love the idea of having women in factions. I think it's a really good idea. Great stuff there with the Diamond Mine. Let's transition to the main event match of the evening. It was Tommaso Ciampa defeating Pete Dunne, Von Wagner, and LA Knight. Tommaso Ciampa is now the NXT champion again. Him and Goldie are reunited after over 900 days apart. What a great moment to end, uh, at least end the match part of NXT 2.0. Botch guy, what was your reaction to this match? Hey, do you mind if I say one more thing about her? Yeah, go right back. Um, so I just looked her up. So she was on the show Titan Games, and she stood out in there. Uh, she's a former MMA fighter and a massage therapist. Uh, she's competing for her sister, who's a cancer survivor. Oh. And uh, her, like, Titan Games training was insane, apparently. Like, she's like an ultimate, you know, kind of a Casey Cotanzaro, right? She's like an ultimate warrior, whatever they call them, right? Uh, so, like, she's obviously, like, insanely gifted athletically, too. So, I think she's going to do really well. Um, I want to see her in a match. I, I definitely want to see her in a match, see what she can do. Yeah. As, as for the... The main event. I thought it was a good main event. A uh, few sloppy moments. Uh, I think nerves more than anything, especially with the new guy, yeah. Mr. Von Wagner, coming into the ring. Uh, I thought there was definitely some nerves going on there. But I thought he he overall did a pretty decent job, no doubt. Like He didn't look completely out of place, except for his entrance music. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I thought they, they had a good back and forth and uh, the, the winner did surprise me. I did think they were going to go with Vaughn just because of kind of how he came out. But it looks like they decided to bring the gold back to uh, Ciampa. And, and and the thing about him is like he kind of I feel like he's one of those people that need the title to be like successful. Like yeah. it's not that it's not that he's not talented. He's insanely talented. He has a good gimmick look, but something's he's different with the title than without it there's certain wrestlers that are different with the title like the miz i feel like the miz is different with the title than without the title without a title i i feel there's certain wrestlers that just they should have a title they just shine or, when they're champions you know yeah. and Tommaso champa like you said he shines more when he's a champion as opposed to not being a champion uh see wrestling your thoughts when it came to this match i love the outcome i think the fact they introduced so many new people last night was potentially detrimental to him because if you're tuning in and you're going, well, who are these people? You potentially have the ability to turn off. Mm -hmm. And the fact you then give the championship to Champa, which is someone I think most people know, that's a really good move because you set all people's fears that this is going to be just 20 year olds doing their thing and, that's what the outcome we've had of what we think NXT is going to be. Mm -hmm. Now we can kind of say, well, they are still focusing on Champa. Don't forget he was the guy, the first guy they advertised on Raw 
and that commercial that played, he was the guy at the very first bit of the promo. So they, they are seemingly still behind people like Champa, and that's a good thing. Yes, it's a very good thing. And when you're having this transition period, I don't think there's anybody better to put at the top of your brand than Tommaso Ciampa, especially as somebody who's liked by the fans. He's going to help get people like uh, Braun Breaker over. He's going to help get people like Vaughn over. He he's going to really help with this undercard that NXT is starting to develop. And, you know, yeah. you start to think of somebody like Gabe Stevens or Stevenson who's coming in probably in the near future or that guy who looks like Brock Lesnar. His name's escaping me right now. Um, Holland. No, not Ridge Holland. The other guy that's not. No, Holland. His, his, his WWE name will be Holland, Parker Bordeaux. Oh, will it? Holland? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, any reason for that? Do you know? Just WWE giving him a name, I think. Because that sounds really close to Ridge Holland. Like, I legit thought that's who you were talking about. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he changed his Twitter handle. It's now just Harland WWE. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Well, anyways, they've got all these big guys coming in. If you're going to have Ciampa on your roster, you want to make the most of Ciampa. Put him over as like this grizzled vet of the NXT division and all these young guys trying to gun for his spot. I think he's going to thrive in that spot. Um, so anything else to say about this match here, guys? Either of you? Uh, I do God. think Champa's reign will be very short. I think he's going to lose it very quickly to Bron. And Botch guy? Uh, yeah, I agree. He's going to lose it next next pay-per-view or next time they have the match. Uh, Gunner Harland is his name. Harland. Gunner. Okay. Gunner Harland. Interesting. Gunner Harland. That's Yeah, I like that a little bit better. I thought it was Holland or something like that. Never mind. Now he uh, just... Th never mind. It's now just Harland. Yeah, yeah. I think they Harland. got rid of the Gunner part. Okay. Yeah. With an I R. Okay. Would have probably preferred just Gunner. Yeah. Well, I would have yeah. preferred Parker. <laughs> Man, that, I would have preferred a lot of things, I think, but uh, <laughs> who knows with WWE what they're going to I like Parker Bordeaux. That's a cool name. Oh, man. That's his real name, right? Yeah, yeah. Cool, man. yeah, there's the reason why um, WWE loves to trademark their own name. Just call him Bordeaux then. Seriously. Uh, now we've got ourselves the true main event of the evening, a wedding. It was a lot of fun. I think this is, <laughs> this might be the best damn wedding WWE's ever had. And yes, I'm talking about Miss Elizabeth and Randy Savage. Yes, I'm talking about everyone in between. Eddie Guerrero, Vicky Guerrero. Like this was so much fun. We saw Dexter Loomis say his first words. We saw Odyssey Jones get involved. We saw Austin Theory say they're in a ring when they were asked to give the rings. It was just freaking hilarious. So, Botch Guy, let's start with you. What did you think about the wedding? Uh, the best wedding ever was AJ Lee wedding with Daniel Bryan when Vince McMahon music hit and everybody thought, <laughs> he was he was going to be the one marrying AJ or whatever. I thought that was funny. Um, uh, I thought it was a great wedding. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought there were some funny scenes. Uh, you know, Austin Theory, for some reason, really made me laugh yeah. when he said, we're in a ring, right? I thought that was super funny. Um, the choking up part of the minister, whatever. Uh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I thought it was kind of funny, but like I kind of saw something. Like I think some jokes fell flat, like the the knife or like the tomahawk or whatever with the hip. Oh, you didn't like every, that? Everybody putting their hands down. Like I, I thought that felt a little bit flat, but I love the I love the guy who screamed out his name or whatever, and then Odyssey <laughs> Jones, you know, took him out. 
yeah, the hatchet. Uh, Odyssey Jones took him out. I thought that was really funny. Um, and then I like how they did it with the with the like he didn't say anything. The thumbs up was pretty good. Yeah. And then of course he said the words. It was weird. I, I you know it's weird. I know it's gonna sound super late. I actually teared up at the very end, <laughs> like little small little tears. Like I was actually so happy. And I'm like, oh, first time in WWE, they actually had a pretty cool emotional moment. I'm like, that was nice. So I'm curious where they go from here now. Like, now, like, are we going to go on their honeymoon? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it needs to be a honeymoon now. <laughs> we need the, the videos of the honeymoon. We need we need the videos of, like, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae trying to break them up once they're married. And, like, this needs to go on for another four months. Like, keep this rolling. I thought Johnny Gargano was like at the beginning. I don't like it was okay, but like I think he over talked a bit. But then then later on, like it started to get really funny with him talking with Austin. So I don't know. I thought it was a good out. I, <coughs> I would probably give the right uh, the wedding a solid eight out of ten. I thought it was uh, entertaining from the very beginning to the end. Uh, weird moments, but yeah, eight of ten. I'll, I'll go with eight out of ten. Fun stuff. I you asked where he's possibly going next. Maybe after the honeymoon, we see. Dexter Loomis, uh, Indy Hartwell, and The Way go up against Hit Row. Maybe we get to see like a bit of a, a matchup between them and seeing Dexter go up against uh, Swerve Scott for the North American Championship. That might be the direction. Uh, but C Wrestling, your thoughts on The Wedding? I agree with Botch Guy. I loved it. I, I think I know roughly how they're going to get out of The Wedding. I think they could do a story with Beth Phoenix. Because they've put her in this role for a reason. For weeks, they've had her almost like she's the mother figure for Indy Hartwell. And that came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And I think they've built it. So, you know, she was on that. She was ordained online. She gave the website and stuff. Someone could very well come out in the next few weeks and say, that's not legit. You're never ordained. The wedding's never official. And then Indy turns on Beth because of that, potentially. Mm -hmm. Meaning they were never married. Also, if anyone's worried that Vince is running NXT, just remember Dexter Loomis's last or middle name. And that's definitely not Vince McMahon writing that. <laughs> no way. No, I mean, I still think it could have been Vince. You never know. Maybe the, the wacko woke up one morning. He's like, I got an idea, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. It wouldn't shock me, but I think that's a Shawn Michaels thing. <laughs> I think you're probably right. There's still definitely influence from uh, from Michaels and uh, and everybody that was there, Regal. And somebody came up with that. You're most likely right. It was not Vinnie Mac. But, yeah, a very fun wedding for sure. It's, it's the best wedding that I can remember in WWE. You know what I got from this, though, is it felt like an impact wrestling style of a segment where there was yeah. just a lot of comedy that was thrown into it using the characters that they have like the zombie ref was a part of this wedding like that felt like something that would happen in impact wrestling and i think it's because nxt is trying to go for more of that not quite full indie vibe but half in between half indies half sports entertainment and impact wrestling does that pretty well so this was literally like a copy and paste from the wedding there a few months ago other than the the, the death at the end when Johnny Bravo shot someone. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this, uh, like with the whole feel of the way they're doing the show, it's definitely a completely different show than what they were doing before to the point of before I felt like they were kind of grooming 
guys with the same gimmicks to go to the main roster and then have them see if they can be successful. Now I feel like it's literally just development of new people, have the older guys put over the new guys and get them to the point where they could potentially debut in the WWE, but it doesn't have to be that same gimmick. It could be anything. Uh, just get these guys ready. I feel like it's definitely more of a developmental show now than it was uh, kind of like WWE 1.5. Um, just my two cents on it. No, that's a good point there, Botch Guy. It definitely is closer to like a an OVW type of feel in terms of when you look at the roster and the type of superstars they're trying to get over. Uh, but yeah, that was NXT 2.0. All I know is I'm excited to see what happens next week. And that means WWE accomplished what they set out to do. Get us interested in the new show. So just one simple question. Did you enjoy it? Botch guy, yes or no? Yes. C Wrestling, did you enjoy it? Yes or no? Yes. There we go. Three yeses here on the UWP. Now it's time to transition into the mailbag time. It's mailbag. It's mailbag. This is the mailbag song. There you go. <laughs> Good God! Swing and a miss. <laughs> yeah, that sucked. <laughs> Just straight up, that sucked. Uh, but we got a question from Raul Kapar over here, and this is on Twitter at Conman167. If you guys would like to ask in the future, so Raul says with CM Punk entering a feud with Team Taz and potentially maybe facing Ricky Starks, do you think he should actually win a title in AEW or just carry on putting over young talent? So let's start with UC Wrestling. Do you think CM Punk should actually win a title in AEW? Yes, I think he should. I, I think CM Punk's a different factor to other superstars they've got. Brian Danielson is known worldwide, and I think CM Punk is. But I do think there's an entire generation of fans who just couldn't care. I think he's been away for seven years. And if you started watching wrestling in those seven years, you've never seen him wrestle. You might not understand the hype. So you've got to kind of reestablish him a little bit. And I think that's what the match with Derby kind of did. Fair point. Botch guy? No, I don't, I don't want to see him have any title. Um, I just want him to start putting over wrestlers, have him win here and there. But I, I don't want to see him have a title anytime soon. I think you could do enough feuds with CM Punk. Uh, without having any sort of title involved, just from who they're going against. So I would actually disagree. I I, I don't think you, you you don't need a title on you don't need a title on CM Punk. I, CM Punk the name is big enough. Like I'm eventually could put something on him, but I don't like for the, I would say the first six months to a year, I would I would keep the title off of him or yeah. away from him. Yeah, I gotta agree with you guys. I I think you gotta. Well, for the most part, I agree with you guys. I don't think a title should be put on CM Punk for, like like you said, Botch Guy, for another six months to a year, even past that, if they want to put a title on him. But I think you got to have him in title matches. I think you got to have him go up against Kenny Omega at some point for the AEW World title and have Kenny Omega beat CM Punk. Because in the long run, the, the goal should still be with AEW to get Hangman Adam Page over as your number one guy. To do that, you're going to have to build up the heel in a mega way. So Brian Danielson, Kenny Omega should beat him. CM Punk, Kenny Omega should beat him. Like he's already beat Christian Cage. So this has to be the continued direction for AEW in my opinion. 
But the second part of Raul Kapar's question is, who would your dream opponent be for CM Punk in AEW? Botch guy. For CM Punk? Yes. Dream opponent. <laughs> the problem I have is that CM Punk, a lot of people said that. And then, and see, I know this is going to be a very controversial take. Um, uh, I, I'll let C talk about this after because something tells me it might be similar. But I, I, I don't think C, I don't think the CM Punk match was as good as people say it was. I, I would actually go to, go out to say that he was absolutely exhausted after like five minutes into the match. And he had like seven or eight rest holds in like the first like 15 minutes of the match. I'm not saying it was bad, but like nowhere near the peak of, of CM Punk. I now that, that way, that being said, I do feel he'll get better as his conditioning goes up and, you know, he starts working with these guys a little bit more. And of course it's going to get much better and he'll be fine. I have no doubt about it. He's a hardworking guy. Now dream opponent. If he could get back to the old CM Punk, when it comes to technical wrestling, uh, seriously, I would love to see him go one-on-one -on -one with a guy like Kenny Omega. Like, I know it's a pretty obvious choice, but, like, is there anybody else? Like, I want or I, another guy I'm thinking maybe MJF just for the promos. Yeah, yeah. Would be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I think th those would be cool. I think those would be cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll go with those two guys. See, wrestling, do you have some dream opponents for CM Punk in AEW? I think the list is obvious. You know, you've got Omega, probably Cody, and stuff, people like that. But I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say Bray Wyatt. I think if Bray goes to AEW, as long as he's telling that same kind of story he had in WWE, then CM Punk's the number one target. Like, from the days when he was Husky Harris, there's the story right there. So you've got a story ready-made. Go and tell it. Oh, I don't mean to interrupt. Uh, the ratings for NXT just came out like five seconds ago. Oh, all right. Breaking oh. news here on the UWP. Right. So Brandon Thurston, which is a cool name. Of Resonomics. He's if you guys don't know who this guy is, he's awesome. You should definitely go sub to him. Um, he reports on Tuesday's episode of NXT drew seven hundred and seventy thousand views, which is well up from last week's six hundred and one thousand. So okay. the NXT two got about one hundred and seventy thousand of a bump. Interesting. That's not bad for a show that was really only built off the idea that it was being rebranded. There was nothing announced for it. Really, it's mm -hmm. not bad. Uh, and, and then you said there was something with the AEW ratings last week, too. What did Rampage pull in there, Botch Guy? You said it's been dropping. That's nah, bad. Uh, 690 or 670 or 70, 670,000. Like, you have to understand, it's not that it's a bad number, per se, when it comes to a normal AEW Rampage show. The problem is they have CM Punk now. They have Daniel Bryan now. They have, like, they have big names. And... When you have these big names and you don't see a bump and you're losing ratings, doesn't and it's still really fresh, like a, a, a week, two weeks, right? You would expect to have some serious bumps, um, and they're not happening. Other than that, that dynamite that was a pretty good. But again, like these, like uh, me and C, we talked about this too. Like how, like the bumps for the ratings? I'm sorry, they just came off one of the greatest pay-per-views in the history of wrestling not just aew but wrestling 
It was unbelievable. The hype was there. It matched up to the hype. It exceeded the hype. It was amazing. And then the next week on Dynamite, they pull 1.1, maybe 1.15. Like, after such a show and such a moment and having Cole and Brian and Punk, like, and obviously all the main guys on there, Kenny Omega, etc. To pull only 1.15, like, I feel like, okay, this is not the bump I thought they were going to get. Um, and it's, it's like the hype's over now. Right now, it's like can they sustain? I think next week's um, AEW Dynamite is going to be a very big indicator if Daniel Bryan and uh, CM Punk are actually draws or not. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue with the points you just said, right? If you're looking at look. strictly numbers, it's tough to argue with. Uh, in terms of what they actually got for their show and what they can actually draw money-wise from those performers, I think it's still a win and they still are absolutely a draw. Uh, but yeah, you're right, man. In terms of actually drawing viewerships, we will see if it ever increases with AEW, if they're ever able to break over that 1.5 million mark uh, to compete with Monday Night Raw on a regular basis. I know they just recently beat Monday Night Raw in the demographics uh, for 18 to 49 male, I believe, uh, or whatever that demographic is that they're trying to go after. So that's at least a tiny minor win for Dynamite. But yeah, you're right. They deserve probably bigger bumps in viewership than they're getting for the amount of stars that they have on their show. Um, I didn't ask this throughout the show today. So just jumping in here, we had big Sorry, e I need to interrupt you. I screwed up. Okay, so it wasn't 1.1. It was 1.3. So that's a, a little better. Well, that's a way better, way better number than I thought. Okay, so I do... I do take that back, actually. Um, the number is 1.3. Still, though, it's not it's not over 1.5, and I see where you're going with that. Like, if they're going to be putting in that much money to the show, have that type of star quality, it should be beating or at least competing with Monday Night Raw's viewership right now. Yeah, but the rampage was, that, was down. But I just wanted to clarify. Cause... Fair enough. Uh, but, like, going back here to uh, Big E, because I uh, have not brought that up here today, one of the biggest moments in wrestling this week Big E is the new WWE champion. He cashed in his money in the bank contract. Uh, what a moment. The entire show was built around Big E. Will he cash in? He was saying he will, but we were obviously still wondering if he was going to cash in. So very briefly here, C-Wrestling, what were your thoughts when it came to Big E and becoming the new WWE champion? It was such a good moment. I, I actually love the fact he tweeted his intentions out mm -hmm. because you instantly started the conversation of, is he going to cash in? When he kept saying, I intend to cash in, you think, oh, no, he's not. Something's going to happen. He's not going to be able to cash in. And when he did, and when he won, like when Lashley hit that spear, you thought, oh, no, yeah. they're just going to do it for a ratings pop. They're going to have him lose. And then when he's kicked out, like you knew, the crowd knew, the crowd popped. The crowd knew that was the moment. And when he hit the big ending, boom, the crowd went wild. And do you know what? He deserves it. That was such a good moment. And I just want to see Xavier Woods now turn on him to take the title. Oh, man. Like, we've been talking about a, a potential New Day heel turn since Kofi Kingston won the WWE Championship. And then when Kofi lost the WWE title, everyone was speculating around Kofi turning heel because he grinded up the pancake in his hand and he was pissed off. And now all of a sudden we are getting all the way down towards when Bobby Lashley and MVP were starting to get into the ear of Kofi Kingston and making him question his loyalty to the New Day. But one thing that you 
are absolutely right about is that Xavier Woods has been left off to the side in this conversation for a while. And if there ever is a moment to happen, that would be an epic heel turn down the line. Uh, Botch Guy, your thoughts on this WWE title win? I loved it. I love that big E1, man. One of the good guys. Uh, everything you hear and, you know, you can just know when a guy has a good vibe about him and deserves that moment. Um, the fact that he won, like, everybody was happy for him. I haven't heard one negative comment from anybody. So that's nice. I thought the moment was special. I thought it was a good good reaction from the crowd. And uh, I'm curious where the storyline goes now on will xavier woods turn i i think he will i don't know when i think he will and i think that would be something a lot of fun because you know now kofi won this title vicky won the title uh maybe they start a jealousy angle well yeah remember uh, xavier woods faced off against bobby lashley for that championship as well at one point and beat him yes not for the title not for the title but, yes but he beat him so uh I'm, i i hope they do a slow burn um of like a jealousy angle here i don't think it could be a quick turn but if it would it'll be really good for my channel because that's a quick <laughs> quick reaction video right there <laughs> always thinking about the views you're like sammy Guevara, give me the views no, uh not so much <laughs> but like just the reaction i think would be a lot of fun to see and I'll scream for sure. <laughs> Talking about Bobby Lashley, let's talk about his former group, The Hurt Business. And this is a question from R-A-N-N on Twitter. He asks, there is speculation that The Hurt Business could be reuniting. Do you think it will happen? We'll start with you, C. Uh, do you know what? I think it could. Just because I think WWE are starting to feel the pressure of AEW. And I think, you know, with football starting up, I think they do want to pop the rating. So you've got to start pleasing the fans. You've got to start doing what they want. And maybe you're not doing anything else with Cedric and Shelton. So maybe that's the way to go. Yeah. New Day versus Hurt Business. Anyone? Anyone? Botch guy, your thoughts there with the Hurt Business potentially reuniting? Sick. Then re-sign Bray Wyatt. And <laughs> yeah. that'll, that'll make people happy. Um, uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I think they're going to do this Goldberg feud for a little while here. Uh, it's the Saudi Arabia set up, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. And then Goldberg can get his win, win there, ascending Bobby Lashley to the abyss. And then he'll maybe then he'll find something else to do with his character. But it, it's going to happen. Goldberg's going to win. He's going to put his son over the shoulders and it's going to be a special <laughs> moment for all, for everybody watching. And, and uh, yeah, that's, what's going to happen. I don't think the purpose is coming back. I just don't see it. I just why, like, why? Like, it's just like, it feels like such a cop out if they bring it back. Oh, you know, he lost. Okay. I need the herpes. I need, a, I need, a, even if it's not the same hurt business, but can you imagine I just couldn't do this without uh, Cedric Alexander <laughs> and uh, and what's his name? Um, Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> like, that was the missing key, right? Like, I just don't see it. I'm not saying add some new guys. Maybe I heard some NXT guys are looking for work, maybe. <laughs> so a couple of them on the Hurt Business upstairs. So I don't know. 
Uh, we also have Survivor Series coming up in the future, so we might see the New Day versus the Bloodline at Survivor Series. Hell yeah! That would be really fun if they really wanted to go in with that, uh, put the tag titles back on Kofi and Xavier, and have the the battle of Bloodline versus New Day. I think that could well, be really if, fun. If you're doing a slow burn for the Xavier Woods, that could be a nice moment at the very end to have the turn happen. <laughs> oh, that would make Survivor Series feel huge, wouldn't it? That would be cool. Yeah. But lots of stuff that they can go in in many directions with, with Big E becoming the WWE champion. So congratulations to Mr. Big E Langston. It's a good, feel-good win for him. Uh, we got a couple more questions over on Twitter, and then I'm going to pass it off to you guys to fill in the fans with what you've been up to. But Carlos Romero asking here, since we saw Damian Priest at the wedding... Do you think we will see some more NXT Legends return for more segments or a match in the future? Botch guys, start with you. Well, eventually, yeah, but not anytime soon. I think they're this is an indie show now, guys. It's uh they're it's in development. That's that's basically all I'll say with that. See wrestling? Yeah, I think it's all developmental now. Yep, fair points. I I yeah, I agree one hundred percent. And I think this is the Copycat. last one right here, guys. <laughs> From Jacob Odin says, when do you think Edge will return to close off his feud with Seth Rollins? WrestleMania. Wow. All the way in uh, WrestleMania. I, I, I know people want it sooner. Hell in the cell. I'm hearing a lot of people want it. Hell, I want it at WrestleMania. Give me a WrestleMania. That's my WrestleMania moment. Okay. All right. See wrestling? I think December. Any reason? Because I think. Yeah, Edge versus Seth Rollins TLC. Oh, that's that's cool. That's cool. You want a stipulation match? That is the stipulation match for Edge, isn't it? So that is that. That's cool. Um, and then the last thing here before what about you for me, uh, yeah, I, I think Hell in a Cell is probably the time they're going to go for it. Oh, I, all different answers. Yeah, I think I think Hell in a Cell. They just because of the feud that they've been having, it seems right to close it off inside the cell. But I love the idea haven't, also of TLC. That's a really nice little tip of the haven't cap Haven't they already done Hell in the Cell's pay-per-view? Uh, they did, didn't they? Um, I, yeah, actually, you know what? You're 100% right. It's probably not going to be then. What's going to take over Hell in a Cell in October? Hey, Con, just to let you know, I think there's a couple of donations. I'm not sure if you got to them, but... Uh, uh, yeah, there was the one from Alan Turner. Thank you, Alan. And then... Mika Butler says, I look super fancy today. Thank you, my friend. Uh, I appreciate the support for you guys. Just thought Um, I'd mention that. But, yeah, I I guess you're right there, C-Wrestling, with Hell in a Cell being earlier this year. I didn't really think about that, actually. Um, What do you think will end up going in October's pay-per-view slot? Well, so far, they've only got Crown Jewel advertised, haven't they? Yeah. So maybe that's it. Huh. That would be kind of strange. Crap, yeah. The The Undertaker. (laughs) <laughs> the under just the Undertaker <laughs> retirement party again. <laughs> Another retirement, yeah. End of end of Survivor Series again. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, I, I totally forgot Hell in a Cell was earlier this year. So I love the idea of TLC. That's now my pick again. I agree with you, C Wrestling. <laughs> Just flip-flopping con over here. Uh, but <laughs> let me fast-forward here to you guys. What do you have coming up on your channel? What do you have going on? All those things. Start with you, Botch Guy. Um, uh, nothing um, really, guys. I'm just the usual stuff. I don't have anything crazy planned for this week specifically. 
Uh, just the usual, not usual reactions, videos, any botches, uh, if they survive YouTube. <laughs> and uh, basically, yeah, that's about it. Go go check out my channel, leave a sub. I have a backup channel as well beyond the botch, but nothing too, not a very exciting botch guy channel. I'm not really putting myself over very well right now, but pretty boring week for the botch guy. But uh, yeah, it's it should pick up in the next couple of weeks here when uh, the pay-per-views and the storylines kind of, kind of, uh, I don't know, kind of like stabilize themselves. Uh, I, I think there's some fun things that Biggie is going to be doing. So should be some good stuff. Yeah, follow my Twitter at least. That would be nice. Let's put uh, you over more than that. Guys, he's got great content. Go subscribe <laughs> to the Bosch guy. Great stuff over there. My, you, my most exciting stuff in the world. Doesn't matter Boring how much week. he doesn't put himself over. It's exciting as hell. Go watch it. See wrestling, talking about exciting content. What do you have going on? So I've just literally, as we started this podcast, put up a Bray Wyatt video. And I've got things you might have missed SmackDown coming out Friday. And then hopefully a video over the weekend as well. Awesome. So there is more content for the community to go the community to go check out over on C Wrestling's channel. Like you just said, new video over there. So make sure you guys go check it out. Their links are in the description below if you'd like to check them out on their actual channels. You can follow them on Twitter. Botch guy, what's your Twitter? Uh botch underscore guy. And C Wrestling, what's yours? Um at C Wrestling UK. <laughs> give those guys a follow and thank you very very much for watching here today uh if you would like to continue the discussion you can always join our discord server which is available in the description below we're also now available on spotify so if you'd like to listen to just the audio version give her a listen back it will be up there later today but thank you very much for watching botch guys see wrestling it's always a pleasure chatting with you uh where's your hat my hat, I left it downstairs and I was too lazy to go walking for it. So you got a no cap con here today. <laughs> My God. I know, right? Lazy as hell. It's just, it's literally like sitting the, downstairs. I like the style you got going on there. You have that nice little curve. You like my little, my little flip here at the front? You need to put on one of those little mafia hats. <laughs> it, will that put me on the top of your simplest? Uh... I don't think there's anything that would put me on the top of my simplest. <laughs> oh, come on. What if I did a little dance? <laughs> yeah, the dance would help if you do yeah. it literally right. right now on camera for 20 minutes. Oh, for 20 minutes? Nah, screw you, man. I don't want to be on the simplest that bad. <laughs> I don't have a simplest. Everybody, like, is one comment. Yes, there's some attractive females out there. Sue me, okay? There, I'm sure you guys think the same way about certain wrestlers, okay? I know a lot of people that have crushes on Alexa Bliss, for example. I'm not gonna See? name. I'm not gonna name names. Hey, don't look at me. I'm a Liv Morgan sim. I admit that every day of the week. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he drinks her bath water. <laughs> no, that's me. Apparently. Good God. <laughs> well, that, everyone. See how defensive he was when he thought someone no, else could be drinking I'm, it. I'm not letting him end this yet. Listen, do you know how funny it is when I'm randomly get a notification and the notification is Liv Morgan drinks bathwater or something? <laughs> I was like, I was like, damn, C Wrestling is desperate for content this week. Like, there's <laughs> nothing to talk about. And then he posts, I'm like, that's one of the best videos he's made in weeks. So good. So funny. Uh, if you guys don't know the video in uh, what we're we're referencing, wow, what we're referencing, it's wow, the drink one. bath water video over on C Wrestling. Look at me, put you so over, C. Yeah. <laughs>
Good lord, guys. This is not how I thought we were ending the show, talking about bathwater again. Get a hat, man. Uh, <laughs> that's no cap. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed. Make sure you leave that like on this video. Make sure you're subscribed. And again, go check out all their channels. It's available in the description below. Take care, everybody. Have a wonderful night. And we'll see you guys later for AEW. That's the Unnamed Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast with no name. Bye.